This is Tom Fox. Welcome to the newest edition in the Compliance Podcast Network, my latest podcast, Compliance and Coronavirus. As the voice of compliance, I wanted to start a podcast which will help bring both clarity and sanity to the field of compliance, the compliance practitioner, and indeed the compliance profession during this worldwide health and healthcare crisis. Taking up a variety of topics as diverse as working from home to sporting events, to the role of the board of directors, to crisis management, to the role of supply chains. We will look at all of these in this podcast. If you have a topic you'd like covered on compliance and coronavirus, please let me know. I'd be happy to do a podcast on it. In this episode, I visit with Laura Petrolino. Laura is the chief marketing officer at Spin Sucks. Take a look at a recent blog post she put up about storytelling and why storytelling is so important for the communications professional and I believe the compliance professional, particularly in the age of COVID-19 and this economic dislocation. I know you'll find it a fascinating episode. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back for another episode. And today you are in for a real treat because I have one of my favorite people Laura Petrolino is going to join me. Laura is the Chief Marketing Officer at Spin Sucks, and she is a prolific blogger, communicator, and all-around cool person. So, Laura, first of all, thank you so much for taking the time to visit with me today. Well, thank you, Tom. And I have to say, having you call me prolific is quite the compliment because you are probably, (laughs) you own that title, clear and blue. But thank you for that. So you recently wrote a blog post entitled The Four Elements of Successful Brand Storytelling to Use Today. And I wanted to visit with you about this because uh, you, uh, your business is around uh, marketing and content marketing. And it struck me in reading this post, this is for a much broader audience, particularly in the corporate world, for communications in general. So would that be a fair assessment? It definitely is. You know, I think storytelling across the board right now is such a important aspect of all type of of anything you're doing in business. It is really the core of what you're trying to do and how you're connecting with your customers. And I really want to uh, talk about the word customers because, as you know, I practice in the corporate compliance space. And for the compliance professional, your customers are employees. So does the storytelling work if your customers are your employees? Yes, it does. In fact, I would say that it is one of the most crucial things in having employees that are effective, happy, and really creating a team around you that drives the business. And if I could even broaden it out further to why I think it's even more important, last summer the um, Business Roundtable came out with the principles of a corporations, or rather statement on the principles of a corporation, and they moved to something called stakeholder capitalism, and they expanded the definition of capitalism as simply from uh, enriching shareholders to other groups such as employees, customers, uh, local business, local localities where they may be doing business, uh, <clears throat> and others, suppliers, vendors, and other third parties. So that there's a wider variety of people that you should be communicating with 
about the goals and values of your corporations. And it's also struck me that your thoughts on storytelling would work for a much wider variety of stakeholders than simply customers. Oh, absolutely. You know, I'm so glad to hear um, what you just laid out because really in the communications world, when we think of customers, we keep think of all stakeholders that you are, that are important for your business. And way too often, organizations focus on that external communication and connecting with them in a way that's resonant versus really paying attention to where you start. And that's that culture, that internal communication with what you do. So the plans that you put in for your external communication should absolutely be echoed and focused on almost to a greater extent for the internal people within your organization, because that's what drives everything you do. Laura, why do you find storytelling so powerful? You know, always look at history is, is one of my favorite things to do when it comes to communications. And when we look through history, one of the tactics, one of the ways that we have communicated as people throughout time is storytelling. You can even say, you know, historians look back and it's one of the first ways that we really communicated is through stories. So it is ingrained in our DNA. It is such an important part of what we do and how as humans we connect with each other. So it's a natural way that we can connect. We can really bond together and make a organization something that's inclusive. Or what are the four elements of effective storytelling? So as I mentioned, one of the first and most important one is storytelling is inclusive. So this is we, not us. They are great stories are always inclusive and not exclusive. This is true even if a story doesn't necessarily talk to an experience that somebody is familiar with because every story has a thread that pulls people in and makes them connect in some ways. You know, just think about fiction. You might read a fictional story that has nothing to do with you or anything in your experience, but there is something in the humanness of a character or a scene or an event that resonates with you and keeps you going. It broadens that inclusive bond that we have. Number two? And number two would be storytelling is flawed. It's not perfect. And I always love to talk to organizations about number two because sometimes they get so scared and even starting to tell a story about their people or their organization or what they believe in because they want it to be perfect. They get caught up in the details. But part of what makes storytelling so effective is that it is flawed. In fact, many historians believe that storytelling partially developed as an excuse for failure. It was a way to make failure meaningful by sharing it uh, with others as lessons. So no really great story is polished and perfect. They're all flawed. And that's how we connect because as humans, we're all pretty flawed ourselves. And the number three is that they're self-sustaining. And I think this is so crucial when you're looking at that internal communications and talking to those internal stakeholders because A story exists and stories throughout time have existed because they've been passed down from one generation or tribe to another. 
Great stories engage and resonate so deeply that they are self-sustaining and people continue to share and grow them. And that's really important to remember because we often want to kind of clamp down and have total control of the story we tell. And while we need to keep the message clear, being able to keep it open and allow other people to be part and grow that story is really key to making it effective. And number four. Number four is brand storytelling is evolving. And so that goes back to it being self-sustaining and involving a lot of other people. It evolves as your organization evolves. It evolves as the people in it and the stories they have and how they make a difference every day evolves. So, you know, throughout the different storytellers, the different employees or stakeholders, that story just becomes better and more resonate with a larger amount of people. Um, to keep, you know, the truth and essence of storytelling and go back to number one, it's inclusive, it includes people, and you can't include people fully if you don't keep evolving how that story plays out. Laura, we're recording this on July 31st. We're, I would say uh, well past the start of the coronavirus health crisis uh, many states are now into a phased reopening. I was wondering from your perspective as the chief marketing officer at SpinSucks and really the business of SpinSucks, does the, not so much do the elements of, four elements of storytelling work at this point in time, but it strikes me in listening to you that utilizing these four elements is even more important now as companies struggle to market in ways uh, they have not focused on before. Would you? Would that be a fair assessment? Absolutely, Tom. You you nailed it. It is more important than ever. There is so many messages going out there, and frankly, people have been tuning out because it's just overload. It's too much. So storytelling allows us to continue to connect and bond and go through this really different, challenging time in a way together. That's that's what a story does. And especially as you're dealing with employees or internal stakeholders that are nervous, they are looking at the future and don't know what it, you know, what it looks like, can't predict it. Having a story that bonds everyone together, that shows that joined humanity, that joined journey through this difficult time, keeps people focused, keeps them energized, and helps really helps them be effective in taking each day and being as successful as possible with the new obstacles or opportunities that it throws with us. Laura, unfortunately we are near the end of our time, but I was wondering if listeners wanted more information on yourself on spin sucks, or uh, we're going to link to your blog post in the show notes, but where can they go? Best place to go is spinsucks.com. We have a lot more information about storytelling, internal communications, and how you can really make the most of the messages and stories that your organization shares both internally and externally. And I would just say that SpinSucks has an incredible amount of resources available uh, for free on their site. They have a daily blog post. That's where I, I found this blog post that goes out. Uh, so sign up for that and uh, in my mind, Laura and Spinsucks are not simply talking about um, communications and marketing uh, around products or services. This is how 
corporate compliance practitioners and corporate executives need to be talking and thinking through uh, their messaging for all of their stakeholders. So, Laura, I really appreciate you taking the time to visit with me today. Thank you, Tom. Always a pleasure. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode of Compliance and Coronavirus. This is the only B2B podcast which brings clear and sane information for both the compliance professional and the business executive. If I could ask you uh, to do one thing, if you could tell one person about this podcast, I'm trying to get the word out uh, about this most unique podcast in the compliance podcast network so if you could tell one person about it send them a copy send them a link do something uh, to help me publicize this podcast i would greatly appreciate it compliance and coronavirus is a production of the compliance podcast network and it appears tuesday wednesday and thursday of each week thanks again for listening and i hope you'll join me again for another episode This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.